So they think that if you don't go to that party, you won't see that boy, you won't sleep with him, and you won't get pregnant. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Welcome to another episode of the Checklist Podcast with your hosts, Inti and Victoria. It's time for a review. So guys, Boris just announced a new national lockdown. Which lockdown? Is this lockdown two, three? What number is this now? <laughs> I don't know. It's the new normal now, you know? Yeah, to it's be honest, like, I don't feel any type of way. It just feels like, okay. Like, it was expected. Anybody that's shocked, I don't know why you're shocked. <laughs> because... You're clearly one of those people going to underground rave. <laughs> exactly. But... um. But yeah, everyone stay safe out here. And yeah, it's not easy to be honest. So Exactly. I'm locked up. They won't let me out. Oh. It's for the greater good, guys. Hopefully, if they, if they do this one right, we can enjoy summer. So, yeah. You know what? Yeah. Mm. Boris is really annoying, though. You know, this guy in the same sentence said, this year is going to be one of the hardest years. Probably the hardest year, but the end is in sight. After 2020, you want to say the end is in sight and also say this year is going to be the hardest. When would so what was last year then? I don't know. Last year was just practice. But guys, it's a special occasion for us. It's our one year anniversary. <laughs> I'll, I'll cue the, um, the sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's um one year. Thank you guys, all our listeners, for riding with us for a whole year, man. I can't believe we're still here doing this. I know, but, um, I know. It's been fun to be honest. And I feel like if anything, it's been one of those things where it's really helped us, especially during 2020. Yeah. Reflect, have conversations and still be social. Yeah. So our topic for today, actually to start off the new year, is going to actually follow on from the big tipper video that we saw on social media so if anyone doesn't know obviously big tipper is a comedian in the uk mm-hmm. um actually went to our college <laughs> no but um really he was a really nice guy then and to be honest he seems to be going through a quite a hard time now yeah. and um when we saw that video and we're not here to bash his mom we're not here to come at any of them we don't know their situation we are here to talk about African parent expectations because watching that video yes someone said he's going through some mental health issues and things like that mm-hmm. as an African no one can tell me that they haven't been through that same situation not the mental health bit yeah but when you're but, sitting down and your mom is calling you a failure <laughs> exactly like yeah coming off of that we when we first came out of the podcast this was one of the topics that we had written down that we were going to do anyway yeah just seeing that video and then obviously on the tl um, Mm. was a topic of discussion even on um clubhouse a lot of people discussed like african parent expectations and we've all been there obviously Mm. as binti just said we're not here to bash his mom we don't know what they're going through and we wish them the best we're praying for you big tipper um and your mental state and we're praying for your family but yeah we're just going to talk about our experience and yeah let's let's go for it let's dive in mate let's dive in all right so what expectations do you think the african parents actually have for us hmm (laughs) i think the main expectations that african parents have for us is for us to be some level of perfect like (laughs) Oh, God. It's like they just want us to be 
perfection. And I think they want their sacrifices to be worth it. Mm. That's the main thing. So they look at us and it's like all of their sacrifices, obviously it depends whether your parents are first generation, like whether they were born here and stuff like that. Do you get what I mean? Mm. Um, I guess for people that their parents were born here, it might be a bit different. But for people where their parents have worked so hard to even get into this country and then Mm. they bring up kids and they think, okay, I've come here, fought hard so that my kids can have a better life. I'm now here. This should be easy. What are you It's the least you could do. (laughs) Exactly. And from what I see from my parents, it's like, they just think it should be easy, especially my dad. He just thinks that I brought you here. The struggle in Nigeria compared to what you have here is nothing. So you you shouldn't even have room to fail. (laughs) Do you you get what I mean? The truth is, yeah. And just when you look at it, our parents see us as investments. Yeah. And I know that sounds so weird to some, but I'm sure a lot of brown people could probably really, uh, you know, attribute to this as well. They see us as what they have gotten for their sacrifice. Where the investment... Cash in on that investment. They're ready. (laughs) They're willing to cash in on it as well later on. But we are their investment. They've planted us so we can be better than what they had, right? And more time, when they now come and say things like, oh, you have to be a doctor, a lawyer, a businessman, or an engineer, or you're a failure. More time, they want us to be things that one, have a piece of paper to prove that you are that thing. Mm -hmm. And mainly because I believe they don't want other people to be able to strip us of that title. Yeah. So, yes, they do want you to be something with a title and they want you to be an investment that is a sturdy one. (laughs) See, you're their bond. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I see see that. And then that's where the pressure comes from. It's like, like I said, like I've had conversations with my dad and stuff and I've had to correct him so many times and he's like how do I explain it he just sees us issues that people have here mm. he just sees them as small 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 issues <laughs> like <laughs> he's like listen if you know what we're going for in Nigeria da, 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 or what we did to come here and I'm like okay but we don't so we can mm. only judge of what we have here no matter what you've been through there's going to be certain le- levels of issues here, uh, everywhere you go. You know, Even them coming here, did they not experience issues? So yeah. they can't expect us to just go through life just perfect because exactly. although it's not the struggle of fighting hard to come to another foreign country, not knowing um, anyone or stuff like that, it's still hard to navigate through life, period. Like my mum, when I went to, in fact, they even sat me down. I told you this one. If you go to uni and you come back with anything less than so, so, so great, what are you doing? Then they'll say to me, oh, Bitu, at your age, I had two begin. Anyone, uh, I had two children and I still came out of uni with, and it's like, okay, it doesn't mean uni isn't still hard. Just because you did it with two kids doesn't mean that, your experience? <laughs> no, my dad thinks that uni is easy. He always says it. He's like, listen, uni is easy. You just <laughs> three years. And I'm like, maybe for you, what you did here, maybe accounting is easy. But, nah, but it's, not easy. <laughs> it's not easy. It's not easy anyway. But what I'm saying yeah. is, I don't know what 
but you go and sit <laughs> what I was doing. I used to see the grade that you come out with. <laughs> you know what actually gets on my nerves? Is it me or was every African parent top of their class? How can you all be top of your class? Yeah, I don't believe it. I don't buy it. Every one of them were top of their class. <laughs> I was getting first class. I was top of my class. <laughs> Every day, first class. I'm like, now nah, I need to see their transcripts. I'm because sorry. Because how many of you could have been first class? So you were all at the top of your class. Exactly. Oh, but God. even if that's the case, like, I feel like, how do I explain it? They are so good at that part of, okay, you need to be doing well. Mm. But I feel like because of that, they lack in other areas. Yeah. Like mental health and just being there for someone. Not all parents, but it's like, okay, you must be doing this, 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 that. But do you check on anything else in that person's life? <laughs> the thing is, more time, I could full on say me and my mum had... But we even know that like, we have a really good relationship where I can talk to her about anything. And that includes sex, which is usually off topic for people with their parents, especially African parents. So, you know, yeah. I know that some aunties, even to say the word in their house makes them cringe. Like, yeah. like they don't remember what it was like to be our age. Mm-hmm. But one thing I have clocked is African parents, they only have three solutions for everything. Yeah. Number one, drink hot water. Why? Number two, apply rub. Mm. And number three is pray. Yeah. And the truth is, I get prayer. I understand why you want to pray. And the thing is, even for people who are not religious, meditation, you know, quiet time is good for everybody's mental space. Yeah. But just telling someone to pray without sitting down to really hear how they're feeling is mad. On top of that. Yeah. Yeah, the way you're feeling, you have everything. Exactly. You have the house. Yeah. You're here for free. Exactly. No one's chasing you away. <laughs> it's like, so you just made my whole story. Yeah. I came to you for you to basically tell me my problem is not a problem, basically. Um, they think that mental health issues are laziness. It's laziness. Yeah, it doesn't exist. Like, well, full on, I think it was about two weeks ago, I was in the car with my mom and dad, and my dad was, was kind of saying stuff like that. And I was like, okay... But he was saying that he doesn't believe in a lot of these mental health issues. And I'm like, how can you not believe in them? But you like, see, it goes down to that whole, you know, when people like boomers will be like, oh, snowflake generation, you guys yeah. can't deal with anything, anything small, you guys crumble. Yeah, and it's like, it was kind of like that sort of conversation. I'm like, do not take away from the fact that people are actually here people going having through real life issues. Exactly. Because they didn't have to walk through fields or <laughs> trek to school like 10 miles as all of these people <laughs> does not mean that this UK or wherever they live in the world is easy because life is hard, period. Like whether we like it or not, life is hard. I feel like a lot of the time when you think about mental health there, mm-hmm. it's the way that they view mental health. In yeah. the same way they view disability, right? Mm-hmm. They see it almost as either you're cursed, yeah, it's the or devil. <laughs> it's the devil, yeah, or you've proved which. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. at this point in time, they didn't believe in mental health at that time. Yeah. In fact, even disabled people. My dad has a disability, right? Mm-hmm. 
in Sierra Leone, and Sierra Leone is a very free country. It was never illegal to be gay. It was never illegal to do very a lot, a lot of things. It's a yeah. very free country, but it doesn't mean that they saw people who had a disability to be anything that would come of them. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So now that we've come to this country, they've brought those same views here. Yeah. And they're now seeing when you diagnose somebody as just giving somebody a title to claim. It's like, I have dyslexia. Mm-hmm. My mom and dad are both, both social workers. They should understand about men, like, you know, um, learning difficulties. You don't have any dyslexia. Right. <laughs> right. Don't let them quibble you. My child does not have dyslexia, ADHD, what's that? But the thing is, they don't even realise that dyslexia is actually, and a lot of these learning difficulties are actually hereditary. Yeah. So there is no way I am the first dyslexic in this family. My dad has dyslexia. At the end of the day, I remember like I remember them telling me stories about how my auntie wasn't as quick at school, you know, and all of this. And how they used to just be like, look at you, fool man. <laughs> you can't even spell. And your little sister can spell. And it's like shaming somebody isn't going to make them perform better. Yeah. And this is the tactic that a lot of Afs seem to have. Mm-hmm. Speaking to your child and speaking down to them and shaming them is not going to make them perform better. In fact, it's going to make them perform worse and then hide it from you. Yeah, of course. Definitely. And that's why African parents raise such good liars. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, though. You just end up just lying unintentionally. Like, now, me and Besh were talking about this, though. I was like, can't lie. What if our daughter came to us and said, oh, uh, mom, dad, I'm going away for the weekend with my boyfriend. I was like, I said, thank you for telling me the truth. But you're not going, mate. Next time you think of a good light. <laughs> what, you wouldn't let them? What, to be honest, no. their age, I would. Nah, bruv. Don't come here and tell me that, bruv. At that point, I can't. I would feel like a hypocrite saying no. No, I made up good lies. I didn't come here. No, but sometimes I tell my mom I'm doing that. Nah, I'm not telling anybody. I know fully well I can't, and I'm not gonna let my child do to me what I could not do to my mother. <laughs> no, it depends. It depends on. But hold on, how how do you freely talk to your mom about sex, but you can't tell her you're going for a weekend away with Besh? I can tell her that I've done it. I've yeah. done it. Oh my kid. Anyway, uh-huh. I can tell her that, but. We both have an understanding that she doesn't. I feel like that's the worst conversation. Like I don't want to have that conversation. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't need to know when I'm doing it. She where? doesn't need to know where. She doesn't need to know when or where or how. She just knows it's happened, and she gives me advice. The thing and is, whatever lie you tell, you're gonna know that it's that's it's not a lie. I mean, <laughs> you think you're the you're the only one. I'll know you're lying, and if I catch you in that lie, I'll be even more vexed. I'd rather you just tell me. Nah. Don't tell me. I don't want to know. I'm so sorry. At that point, I don't want to know. And I'm going to treat my boys exactly the same as well. Don't yeah. come and tell me that. Go and think of a good lie. That makes sense. Listen, don't come and lie to me. Me, I want the no, truth. Don't tell me. And this is what I think about African parents. They beg for the truth, but they can't handle You can't handle the truth. <laughs> you can't handle the truth. You can't At least it. I can say it with my chest. But African yeah. parents will ask you for the truth and then slap you for the same truth that you received, you've given them. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They don't like the truth. You know. To be honest, when they say they want the truth, they really want a, just a sweet lie. That's, <laughs> that's really what they're asking for. I'm just going to the library. 
What's your problem? All right. Just thinking about expectations, yeah. Do you think any of these expectations are realistic? What, the expectations that we just discussed? Yeah. I think, well, obviously, no. (laughs) I feel like to expect anybody to be perfect is is not going to, is unrealistic. So, all in all, no. I don't feel like they're, they're realistic at all. You know, to some degree, and now just talking through it, I kind of feel like, to some degree, they are all based in realism. So they don't yeah. say it to you as softly as they could, which is, you could be anything you want to be. Yeah. Just set your mind to it, you could be it. Nah. I've say you must be it. You can be it. That person over there did it, so why can't you? Yeah, but their, their one is not, you can be anything you want to be. It's you can be what I want you to be, or... I, or you can be whatever you want to be within reason. Within if it's something stupid that you want to do, I'm not supporting it. <laughs> and that's one yeah. of, that's a big issue as well. I know mm. a lot of people that wanted to to do Don't certain things. Don't come and say anything, no. I know a lot of people that wanted to do certain things and their parents talked them against it. Don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. And now they're making hella pee. They, they went against their parents and they're making hella money. Mm. And then it's like, what can you really say now? Mm. <laughs> what are you saying now yeah. and I also know people that their parents took them out of doing things and, and, they, listened. and they listened and they, they still regret it. Yeah, and they wish they did it so I would never want to crush my child's dreams at the end of the day they're still their own person 100% I, I feel like, like what you just people. said yeah mm. I feel like I can understand their expectations and I know where their expectations come from like yeah. when, when I'm getting lectures or whatever, or before when I was getting lectured, I mm. understood where it was coming from. Yeah. However, that still doesn't mean that it's realistic. You know what, yeah? I think, if anything, I, I didn't always get where it was coming from at all. Mm. Because yeah. I, I guess I was always someone who tried. Mm. So if you're going to come and these days now, I'm so sorry if you're my cousin, I'm dubbing you in. No one should come and compare me to Billy Bob over there, you know, because I will tell you, yes, Billy Bob got A stars, but they also been doing this much, can't sleep with my man over there, been going to underground race. (laughs) Don't come and compare me. Mm. We are not the same. We are not the same. I'm so sorry. Cousins, you're being dubbed in. I'm only joking. I'm only joking. (laughs) You've been to WM, sorry. She's probably dubbed everybody in there. <laughs> you know, I'm very lucky to have a daughter like me. I'm very boring, you lucky thing. Yeah, I can't like me and Bitch have this conversation like, every day talking about how our parents are very lucky to have us. <laughs> <laughs> boring, boring. <laughs> but it's true though. Like, I feel like because we've gone through life and just done what everyone's expected us to do and done what we need to do. Mm. Obviously, we're at a place where we wanted to be. So I'm grateful that my parents didn't push me to do something that I didn't want to do anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've gone through life doing exactly what we need to do. So, mm-hmm. Or what I they've guess, asked of us anyway. Exactly what they've asked of us. That's what but, makes it worse, to be honest. When it comes to a point where you now ask them for something and it's like, it's the worst thing in the world. And it's like, but... I've done everything you told me to do. I've done, all you can do is throw me a little bone. I get what you mean. Like, you've gone through life, you didn't give them to us. 
And this small, small thing you won't do. Yeah, exactly. You didn't give anybody stress. You didn't do anything. Yeah, I, I get it. anybody that, and then you found out. You know, I slapped people in in silence. <laughs> you know, I didn't cry in your face. I cried in my bedroom. Yeah, you know, definitely. Now I get where the frustration comes from. Like. As I just said, we have those conversations every day because we experience that occasionally where it's like, we've done everything that everyone's asked of us, so what do you want now? (laughs) On top of that as well, you know what? And more time, I say this all the time, and a lot of people probably attribute to this as well. Growing up in London, growing up in the areas we grew up in, we could have been a whole lot worse. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The stats were up against us. We would have been a whole lot worse. Mm -hmm. Even in Barking and Dagenham, we should have like, 3.5 3.5 kids. We should be like me. <laughs> no, no, but that's what the stats say. Do you yeah. get what I mean? Yes, a lot of that comes from the kind of pressure we had from parents, mm-hmm. right? Because you knew if you slipped up, there wasn't going to be as much understanding at, ho- at home as it is for a lot of our classmates. Like me and Nadine were talking the other day, and she was like, This reminds me of when the Oyubo kids used to say to her, no, come on, let's play out. And then she'd be like, come. My mom said, no. Well, why don't you tell your mom no? <laughs> exactly. Tell my mom no. But to be honest, I feel like in all honesty, I think all of us do get it, but I don't feel like I got it that bad in terms of comparisons and lectures like that. I feel like I did get it at times, but I don't think I got it that bad. And I feel like that's because I'm the last born. Mm. and there wasn't as much focus on me I feel like my parents focused on my brothers a lot who were in the middle Mm. because they were always doing nonsense (laughs) (laughs) so I I think they focused a lot of their attention on Mm. them and because I was doing what I needed to do it was like okay let's we can leave her alone she ain't doing she ain't doing what she doesn't need to do do you get what I mean but I feel like because of that I did what I needed to do. So when they did come and lecture me about silly stuff, now and again, it was like, are you okay? I've been doing everything you want me to do and I've done one thing. <laughs> and you're talking to me like this. <laughs> That's how it felt. It was like, okay, but do you know what I've been going through? <laughs> uh, the thing is, more time, I had it the worst in this house. Yeah, because you're the, the thing is, I'm the oldest. Yeah. And when you're the oldest, the truth is, you are the guinea pig. <laughs> and then after you're the guinea pig, you're the babysitter. <laughs> I don't mind, to be honest. When I think about it, being the oldest has given me the work ethic I have. Mm-hmm. Given being the oldest has taught me, don't come here late because you're going to get your ass beat. Mm-hmm. And the truth is, I'm not late in other places in my life. I, I kind of carry myself in a way that I've been taught. The same kind of principles I have at home, I take outside with me. But when you even talk to firstborns, and I didn't get it like that, the beatings that they talk about is non non. It's the, <laughs> it just sounds like abuse, boy. Like, yeah. bruv, honestly, the expectation that is set on you as the firstborn is that you can't do that because your younger ones will copy you. Mm. and it's always been that way and I think it's like that in Africa as well they're really harsh on the first one so that they can look after the youngest and set an example yeah I think that was opposite for me because 
like, okay, yeah, I think it was that in terms of don't do this because your younger ones will copy you. But I feel like because I used to see how much my siblings got in trouble, I just did the opposite <laughs> because I don't have time for that. <laughs> do you get what I mean? So I feel like there was a lot of pressure on them, not for no reason, but kind of. Yeah. It's not fair to put that much pressure on the first one. And I get it, at the end of the day, it's it's like what people say when they say, are you ready to have a kid? And parents are always like, you're never going to be ready. It's always no. a learning curve. So I get the, mm. I get that the first one is the guinea pig, but I do feel like African parents need to have a balance. Yeah, there's no balance. Exactly. Because it's really harsh or it's really lax. Exactly. And I don't get it at all. It's not fair. Like, that there was even a woman, a, a girl actually said, woman, girl, she's a woman. Um, mm-hmm. Sincerely Okosa, she was okay. she was talking about this. And she was saying, yeah, Mother's Day, but when's it going to be Big Sister Day? You don't know the kind of thing. <laughs> Legit, you now become a mediator, a support system. And you've also gone through all the, all the difficulties of being the oldest one and having to, you know, maintain this perfect status. Yeah, because the whole point is for you to lead a way for your younger ones to follow. Yeah. It's not just younger ones, your siblings. It's your cousins. It's this. It's that. I'm the first grandchild as well mm-hmm. for my for my um my mom's side. So it's like they're looking at you. So the the whole younger thing though, it's hard for you guys because when the oldest has done everything that they're supposed to do, as long as you when you guys don't, it's like why couldn't you do it? This person did it, yeah, which is exactly. different. Yeah. It's, where will you marry now? This person has married. Yeah. <laughs> but see, with the whole when will, well, we'll have, a, we'll have an episode about that. But yeah, when will you marry? <laughs> but, um, like what you said with the whole media thing, I feel like because I, I've gone through life and my parents have seen me as I've done everything I need to do, now they kind of seen me as the mediator or you can should be the voice of reason. You should be talking yeah. to goodness. You should be doing and I'm like, listen, <laughs> that's not my responsibility. <laughs> my parents, like, Who's that? Hmm? Oh no. but it's like when I said that parents are lacking in some areas, I remember the other day I was at Fumis and we we're watching Wife Swap. Yeah, 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 yeah. And 100%. it was a Nigerian couple, a family mm-hmm. that with a um a white family. Mm. And where the African parents excelled was that the African parents, their couple, their relationship, they were really good. They knew how to talk to each other. They knew how to communicate. And they knew how to make sure that their kids were good in school. And stuff. Yeah. yeah. But they were too strict on their kids. Their mm-hmm. kids didn't have any friends. They couldn't go out. Like, they were scared to even talk to their parents. And they had the white family. Mm-hmm. And their parents, their they their kids were very free. They could sleep at any time. They could go out, um, come back at 2 a.m. <laughs> like, they were very free. It was mm-hmm. a bit too free, but mm-hmm. they didn't have any family time. Um, shortly after the episode aired, the couple, the parents actually split up, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was like, they don't have that balance. No. It's like, okay, you're a good couple. Your kids are going to excel in school. But they're not. Once they finish, they're not going to have any social skills. They're not going to have any life skills or life um, experiences. Not only but, just that, they're going to resent you. 
yeah all those things for those things they're lacking in they're gonna resent you and and this is where I feel like a lot of aren't getting the balance like if you don't teach your kids how to talk to you they're not going to talk to you later on in life it's just that simple It's, it's something you have to practice yeah you know but I, I can't lie, to some degree, I appreciate the, I guess, the pressure to some degree. Yeah, I guess. And just talking about it, I can't expect our, our parents to be perfect. No parents are perfect. Like, no, you know, no. the wife sort thing, they, where they were good in one area, they lacked another. And same with mm-hmm. the, the white couple. So nobody's perfect. And I feel like that's why they shouldn't expect us to be so perfect. No. <laughs> like, um, yeah. But the problem, the main issue I see is they do not see that they're not perfect as well. I think they see themselves as imperfect, but they communicate to their nah. kids. <laughs> like, nah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't see it. I don't see it. No, they don't. Not everyone. I can't speak for everybody's oh. parents, yeah? I'd say my mum a bit more, but my dad, no. Nah. <laughs> so, like, genuinely, having grown up, my parents have shown me more and more that they're imperfect. Yeah. Because they're humans. And the thing is, having grown up, they've shared that. They've told me. They've, you know, they've discussed that with me. Okay. And I think other parents as well, whether they want to share it or not, you become aware of it. Some people are not aware of it, but not everyone does. I can't lie. Not everyone is self-aware. And the Mm. thing is, it's also, you can't just blame it on them. It's also how they were brought up. Yeah. Some people, that is how they were brought up. That's how their parents were to them. So it's like, that's the only way they know how to be. And they think that that is how things should be. They don't think you should talk back. You should not explain yourself. You should not them. You should yeah. not correct them. <laughs> Are you saying I am wrong? <laughs> oh, but you know like, what? The worst one for me is the word association game that we'll be playing if we have an argument. Mum, that's not true. So I'm a liar. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's oh, it. but mum, you didn't see. So I'm blind now. Yeah. And it's like, you've taken something so small that I've said and you've made it massive. Yeah. And and it's that kind of thing where it's just like, I need to learn that, to be honest. And my sister has it down. Victoria has it down. I can't help but explain myself. Yeah. No, nah, I don't feel the need to. I'm just like, okay, cool. Because in my mind, <laughs> like, why are you not? And I don't know why after 25 years, I still don't get this. I still don't understand that explaining yourself isn't going to help this situation. Yeah. It's not going to help the matter. You've just explained yourself for no reason. As I sent you that tweet the other day, master the art of ignoring your parents when they're talking nonsense. <laughs> like, like, I can't lie, you'll find peace. That's exactly what she said in that tweet. And you actually will find peace. It's not every day argue your case. It's not every day explain yourself. Sometimes just say, you know what, okay, thank you. And go about your day. But the thing is, you know what? I don't think people realise how difficult it is to say, okay, when someone is cussing you to your face. (laughs) Like, and the thing is, you guys, my mum doesn't do this though. My parents don't do this. But Serenian parents, I have seen parents give their kids bad, bad mommy cuss. They will cuss their own mums 
you're my mom. Why have you cost yourself? Yeah. My aunt does this all the time to her kids. And I don't, I don't understand. Like, yeah. this is your child. That's the thing. My mom believes, uh, like very much in the power of the tongue so she yeah. doesn't she tries not to talk unless you really vex her but even in that sort of case she will never curse you no no <laughs> and no she always tries not to you talk bad on yeah. anyone because she really believes that her tongue is strong yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Our parents believe that you know they yeah. say to each other even if i curse you now <sighs> and then they're going to, to their friends to buy it because the truth is they do believe that if your parents say something bad about you it will come to pass yeah do you get what i mean but then they'll believe that and there'll be so many parents that speak over their children that they're failures yeah exactly that's the problem like you'll say things with one mouth like i won't say this but it's like then you'll go around saying that you're a failure you're this and it's like okay but this person's only 25 years old (laughs) they've gotten to quarter life you already told them that they're a failure (laughs) like can you let them, like, I Can get, I get exactly, like, not everybody has their life together at 25. Not everyone mm-hmm. has their life together at 30. But some people will get their life together at 35 and become millionaires mm-hmm. at 40. Not saying that you have to become a millionaire to have your life together. But exactly. it's but it's, prob- it's so problematic that people talk so bad about kids when they're so young of Mm. the tender age of 25 you should be doing this you should be doing that Mm -hmm. and it's like this is only a quarter of your life (laughs) our original checklist was written for us by our parents yeah exactly that's just how it goes and when you think about it and I feel like parents know this because they go through it Mm -hmm. everybody has their own season do you know what I mean? Exactly. Everybody has their own time. Tommy's dad actually said this to me. He mm-hmm. was like, you know, there's different times of the day. And you know what? We may all have different feeding times. So mm-hmm. I may eat at nine o'clock. You may eat at 12 o'clock. This other person may eat at nine, but we all get fed. Mm-hmm. But you never know. Maybe at 10 o'clock when that person finally eats later in the day, they may eat way more than that person ate at the very beginning. And that person very at the very beginning may continue to earn exactly the same thing for the rest of their life, mm-hmm. while the person at the end earns the most overall in lifespan. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. So this is where parents need to be very patient with people. In the same way you need to be patient with yourself, yeah. they need to come to a point where they also are patient with their, their mm-hmm. kids. And one thing is life is just is not just about the money you make. No. I get I get why they focus so much on money and that you should have it because struggle is real. No yeah. parents want their kids to struggle because more time they've gone through it. They've, they've gone, gone through, through it. it and they don't want you to go through it. But you're not going to die of your money. <laughs> money, you can't just work, 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 work for money and then retire at what the new retirement age is 68. And mm. what? that's exactly. it. <laughs> exactly. Because at the end of the day, and this sounds really morbid, we all inhabit the same amount of space at the end. Yeah. So at the end of the day, Yes, work hard. Yes, your parents mean well for you. And this is one thing as well. They want you to do well in this life and the next. That's yeah. why they come with all that prayer stuff. And that's why they come with all of the, do you, I mean, all of the um, the money focus as well. Yeah. I also yeah. feel like the prayer part is for the mental health. I don't think they realize that that's what they're saying, but they're yeah. basically saying, take your feelings and tell them to God. Yeah. And I think that is to protect your mental health. They're just not communicating it in that way. 
Yeah. Do you I mean? I feel like the reason why, talking about it, I feel like the reason why they put so much, not so much, why they don't really, not value, what's the word? They don't really take mental health seriously mm. because they don't fully understand it themselves. No. Everything that an Afro doesn't understand is foolish. <laughs> foolish is laziness, is this, is that. And it's just like, but the thing is you, can't, you can't go out and say these things. So I'm like, just because you don't know it, like there'll be people that fully don't know what they're talking about, but mm. Afs have gone to the point where they fully believe what they're saying. Yeah, yeah they believe it deeply. So yeah. they will just be talking nonsense. I'm like, you can't go out and say these things, you know, no. <laughs> because you really can't go out. And mm. so you're not going to come and embarrass me because you no. don't understand something. <laughs> just don't speak at all. <laughs> like, and on top of that, this comparison business, remember yeah. how we did our episode right at the beginning, comparison is the thief of all joy. Yeah. All this, oh, you got an A? Did the guy with A star have two heads needs to stop? Yeah, exactly. Because, yes, you're making your kids overachievers. Yes, you're making them competitive. But it comes to a point where you're teaching your kids how to evil eye everybody. Mm-hmm. And how not to be happy for yeah. Exactly. And yeah. then on top of that, believing that no one is happy for you either. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. And to be honest, it gets to a point where you're scaring your kids. Yep. Your kids shouldn't yeah. be scared of you. And that's the problem. Like... I don't know. The compa- the comparison thing is very, very upsetting mm-hmm. and scary. And they always want to compare you when it's convenient for them. Exactly. You know, as soon as it comes to a point now where that cousin is gone and done something stupid or that person over there went to go and yeah, do something. Else, ah, thank God for the child I have. <laughs> what makes you think? What aunties compare their kids to you? I'm sure, like, if I, your parents are doing it, I'm sure your aunties are saying, look, I've been to <laughs> Should you I hate to say, but you know, but then again, I'm sure there was a time in life where bear aunties were looking at me like I was useless as well. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying. Always having to see something for an effort is too much. It's not every day, see the finished result and think it was easy or yeah. assume that, you know, if you can do something that the other person cannot do it, that's why they don't have it. No, some people just don't want ha- don't want what that person has. Yeah, and that's why a lot of um, kids that come from African backgrounds care so much about what other people think. Hundred percent because 100%. Of that comparison. Look at what this person is doing. Look, and you, not saying that you should just go through life and not care what anybody thinks, but you should not put so much of yourself on somebody on what other people think of you. Exactly, but the thing is, more time. That is a lot of it. Like, even marriage, think about it, yeah. Mm-hmm. After being taught, you stay in this marriage. Mm-hmm. That's it. You stay there, mm-hmm. right? Divorce is the last, 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 last option. And even that's then, that's it's that's not that's even that's sadness for, for us. It's not sadness. It's not anger. It's embarrassment. Yeah. <laughs> and that, I can't lie to you. I was saying, actually, the other day, there's some things I can deal with. I know how to compute happiness. I know how to compute anger, sadness. I get those emotions. Shame is not an emotion I know how to deal with. Yeah. And the truth is, I've not been taught how to deal with that emotion. Mm-hmm. So as soon as I feel embarrassed, I shut down. And a lot of apps feel that way. Yeah. And it's because people care so much of what they f- other people think of them. And yeah. it's like, more time, 
Like there will be some busybodies about ah, look what happened to Binti. But more time, people do not care. No. And that's what I've realized in life. Some people are so secretive. And it's mm. like, I don't care. <laughs> do you think I'm going to be like you told me this thing right now? I can't lie to you. And I said this to people all the time. Mm. I'm the kind of friend who will clap for you mm-hmm. simply because your success in my eyes as my friend is my own success. Mm-hmm. You are my friend. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Obviously, yeah. I'm not expecting you to become a millionaire and leave me out here by myself, or you never speak to me again. I'm not saying give me money, but spending time with someone who has a millionaire mentality allows you to elevate. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. So your elevation is my elevation. But for a lot of apps, if you are not doing as well as that person, why are you hanging around with them looking like a fool? Yeah. <laughs> what is that? Yeah. Like, and it's like don't tell everybody the thing is there are some good things that come of it because you shouldn't tell everyone your business at the end of the day no no some people no. do not wish you well and mm. that thing so some of it is good but it's that level of paranoia that they just cross the line sometimes I'm like can you calm down <laughs> the thing is on top of that they make it even worse if you tell them your business they'll even pray against you and then it won't happen anymore <laughs> sometimes that is true but But you go through life thinking that everybody has it out for you no but on top of that I can't lie to you this is where now I get into the religious debates and all that (laughs) how can you tell me yeah that I pray to God all the time I pray Mm. and I pray for our you know our visions or whatever Mm. to be aligned the plan to be aligned and then one person I tell them it and then God allows them to pray against my thing. Like, they maybe say, it's the devil. <laughs> but, but why? Yeah. The thing is, more time here, even the devil, when it said, and this is not a religious podcast, obviously, mm-hmm. but like, even the devil was given powers. Mm-hmm. If God doesn't want something to happen, it won't happen. Yeah, of course. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, more time, can't you sometimes just allow me to be happy with things? Like, Mm-hmm. I'm not a person who posts. If you look on my Instagram, I have five posts. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. But it's not everything you have to hide. Yeah, I'm not purposely not posting because I'm hiding anything from people, but... You're just not that type of person to be I'm just... Do you get what I mean? But it's not everything you have to hide. It's not everything yeah. that has to be a problem to share with people. Sometimes you want to be happy in this life. Yeah, Exactly. So, so that's what I'm saying. Some things it's like, okay, I can understand that. But it's that level of paranoia where you can't say yeah. anybody anything. You can't do this, this. Listen, my God is bigger than your own. <laughs> Whatever you say, that's your own personal problem. Because <laughs> nah, as um, oh no, there was one tweet I sent to Alex the other day actually, and it was like a lecturer said to their students, Don't go and pray that you'll pass this exam if you have not studied. Because I've already prayed to God that if you did not study, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it actually made me laugh first. And I was like, bro, at the end of the day, faith, faith of what works is dead anyway. So if you spread that prayer with you, yeah, I finished. <laughs> no, honestly, but that's what I'm saying. A lot of parents, though, and this is where me and my sister even talk about it. They're after, they don't want you to ask questions because they don't know the answers of the questions yet. Yeah. And then on top of that, they want you to follow things blindly. Like the amount of people that I know, and I'm Muslim, and obviously I have loads of Christian friends, the amount of Muslims I know, 
have never read the Quran and don't understand what they're reading. To be honest, you've probably read it. You've probably memorized the whole thing, but you don't actually understand what you've memorized. Yeah. You don't actually understand simple meanings of words. You ha- you don't even know that Jesus Christ is in the Quran. You don't know anything. Yeah. Hey, Christians, don't know anything. You've never read the book. You've never understood anything. And you just wanted everybody to follow you blindly. Yeah. The idea of questioning them. So you are saying, I don't know God. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Like, that's the problem. Yeah. So we just keep on teaching our kids confusion. Like, But it's like, one day we're going to be your age. And it's like... Mm. But at the end of the day, it's like what we said before. This is how they were brought up and this is what they know. So I mm-hmm. can't expect them to be perfect. That's why I'm at the stage where it's like, I don't take everything on board. Mm. If I don't like it, I ain't going to listen. <laughs> it's not going to bother me. <laughs> There's a lot of things I will take forward, if I'm yeah. honest with you. There's a lot of techniques that I'm going to take forward with my own kids. Of course, but yeah. I can't lie. There's a level of respect in African households that, it's not yeah. that I will not tolerate that will not exactly yeah there's certain things but I feel like certain things that I won't take forward is you know the harshness the comparison so, um, yeah. and sometimes you can't even help it to be honest I'm sure yeah, like, it's not aimed to do that exactly at the end of the day I feel like it helps us see how to become better parents but yeah I'm not going to sit here and say I'm going to be perfect because I'm going to no. lack areas. You might get angry and compare. You might get angry and say something that you shouldn't say. But it's mm-hmm. just being able to turn around and say sorry. Sorry. That a lot of African parents cannot say. Yeah, <laughs> I just say that and I shouldn't have said that. And take accountability. Mm. I feel like growing up in this society has allowed, has allowed us to see that. Mm. Maybe because they grew up in a different society and they had similar parents to what they are now. Mm. But they didn't see taking accountability as something that they needed to do when they grew up, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I feel like we should, that's why we should be grateful for their struggle for allowing us to come here and see how to be better and to mm-hmm. bring up the next generation of better parents to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all, everyone's on a journey at the end of the day, so we can't expect them to be perfect as well. 100%. I just feel like right now, and it's not even like that in Africa. Like When you think about it, I don't think parents are they're straight for it but yeah. <laughs> the that we get over here mm. is almost like to protect us yeah the answer is always no mm-hmm. so they think that if you don't go to that party you won't see that boy you won't sleep with him and you won't get pregnant <laughs> do you know what i mean no my parents weren't that strict i think the other day we were even talking and like we have cousins that their parents are very strict and my dad was like okay no, i wasn't like that that's how they're going to go to uni and go mad i was like mad. And that's some what it areas was. they have it on lock that's why i'm like mm-hmm. i can't expect someone to be perfect some areas they're like because remember i could go out i could go mm. so could i well, yeah, actually, like on house parties at what fourteen, fifteen. We could go house parties, Rick. But the weird thing was, I couldn't go to the local shops after school. Victoria yeah, would go to the local shops with my, you know, my other house parties. Well. You were always sprinting home. You were always like, I was never. Guys, we need to leave now. <laughs> I need to leave right now. And then they would be like, "Bitch, why are you being such a home baby?" I was like, "If I don't get home in fifteen minutes, they're gonna beat my ass." That's <laughs> always been to making us leave early, bro. <laughs> nah, and on top of that, it was always early. It was like midnight or something. Nah, for us it was always been to you go there, you show face, you leave. <laughs> that was it. And the thing is, I was always taught it's not every place you have to show your face, you know. Yeah. Because they'll get tired of seeing you there. 
Mm-hmm. Even mm-hmm. if I was seen standing on a street for too long, there was always one snitch auntie around Dagnum that would go and tell, <laughs> go and call my mom. Eh, she was standing in B country. Okay. Yeah, no, nah, there was always somebody, bro. Just reminds me of that Tommy expensive video. Oh my days. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> They're snitches, honestly. And the thing is, more time, I wouldn't even see them sometimes. Exactly. I'll, I'll go somewhere. I'll go for my there. team on auntie sitting there like, hey, I saw her out. I saw her out. Dealing with those boys. I, I wasn't even with a boy. I was with a girl with short hair. Yeah. But I don't I don't think I ever had aunties come here or uncles come here and start snitching on me, bro. No, nah, they would call cool, my mum. They would have snitched already. Oh. I would have come home and think everything's fine. And yeah. then that's it. I wasn't even allowed to wear makeup, bro. Yeah, you weren't allowed a lot of things. I wasn't allowed to do nothing. So that's the weird thing. Like, they weren't strict in certain areas, but in other areas, it's like, don't do that. I feel like my parents, especially my dad, is very strict on education and mm-hmm. being something, like making something of yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, there's nothing wrong with that, but there's ways to say things and there's ways to actually... It's not just all about education. It's not all just about what you're going to be. It's also about mental health and emotions and being there for your children. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. It's not all about the hard stuff. But I feel like in other areas, they let you do what you want to do. (laughs) My my parents, it wasn't like that. To be honest, they were strict on everything. So Mm. education was massive in my household as well. You had to do well. And the thing is, they were understanding with me because they yeah. knew that I was trying my best. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I used to get really, really good grades and I was more harsh on myself yeah. than my parents were when it came to my results. Yeah. But when it came to other things, they were more scared about me being the oldest and the chance of pregnancy. And <laughs> I don't know why. That one was the biggest fear. And I can say that now. And they'll be like, it's because your eyes were here. Why does everybody say like what? No, but I don't think that was an issue that they ever had. Never right. like growing out. Then it was more, you need to do well. <laughs> that's their biggest issue. You need to do well in life. And that's right. it. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, that's what, at the end of the day, that's what they were brought up probably. That's how probably mm. how their parents spoke to them and made what, what they thought was important. Mm. And I can't lie, my dad's done really well. So he can only expect that for his kids. Mm. The first thing you hear when you meet my dad, I left Italy at 17 years old. No, not Italy. I left Nigeria and went to Italy on my own. Yeah. My parents did not follow me. I did not know the language. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And the thing is, he should be very proud because he's done a lot and mm. for this whole family and for himself. So I mm. get it. And if you have so if you have done so much, you're only gonna have high expectations for your kids. But mm. it comes to a time where you need to adapt to the environment and understand 100%. other ways of doing things. But 100%. one thing I always say to people now is stop trying to change your parents. Yeah, yeah. They're not gonna change. Exactly. Like, <laughs> If they've been on this earth for 50, 60 years and they've decided that that's... 45 for my mommy. Huh? I said 45 for my mommy. Okay, 45, 50, 60 (laughs) years. And they've decided that this is how they want to live their life and this is what they've they've gotten out of life. Yeah. That's it. (laughs) There's nothing left to change. (laughs) 
That's and it. you just have to love them for it and just accept that that's who they are. That's who they're always going to be. And stop trying to explain why holidays are important to have parents, bro. Yeah. They're always going to see it as a waste of money. <laughs> stop trying to explain it. What are you, what are you celebrating? <laughs> Nothing to celebrate when you came with secret. Yeah. <laughs> they see enjoying life as, as we said the other day, delayed gratification African parents are the ultimate delayed gratification. Yeah, they are delayed gratification. a good thing once you've achieved what you need to achieve. Yeah, and not just achieve one silly grade. You Mm. need to achieve in life. (laughs) Before you can start having fun. What? You need to get married, you need to have your kids, you need to have a good job. And then maybe, just maybe, a holiday will not be seen as a waste of money. (laughs) And even then, that holiday shouldn't be more than a certain hundred pounds. Exactly. So what are you going to do with your children? Exactly. You're just going to leave them there. <laughs> it's true. It's like everything is like, there's always like, what's the word? There's always the next goal. And I feel yeah. like that's what it is. We've gotten all of this from having been forced to be as half as possible when we were young. And it's always pushed back on something. It's like you want to do something, and it's like, why? Exactly. <laughs> and then it gets I, I, to the age where you start asking why for yourself. Exactly. I've been doing well at work. I want to enjoy myself. I'm going holiday. Why? Are you sure you've been doing well? <laughs> How well could you have been doing? Exactly. And why that's probably why we question ourselves and like, are you sure? Should I buy this bag? Should I book this holiday? Maybe that is why we are the way we are. It probably is. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, to some degree, there's benefit. And I feel like there's probably more benefit than negative. So don't think that we've come here and just bashed our parents. There's yeah. more benefit than negative. But the negatives are just too high. Like, they're like, like, you know, when you think about the bad things and then eight out of ten, great, they've gotten right. And then those last two things oh, are the yes. things that you needed to get right. But yeah. you just ignored them. Yeah. Yeah. That everyone's going to lack in certain areas and we can all just learn from what we've been through mm. and if that's what they've learned from what they've been through then mm. who are we to say you're wrong yes, well they might be wrong but who are we to <laughs> yeah to, uh, to push back on it that's why I i've just gotten to the point of just like i'm not this maybe i'm not disrespectful to my parents so i don't just no, no, they don't just talk to me and i'm just like yeah yeah whatever <laughs> like i, I would listen yeah, yeah whatever i think i'd be kicked out <laughs> like i will listen and i will take on board what i need or appear to be taking on board exactly <laughs> but i have mastered the way of just ignoring what i don't need to take on board i'm not being annoyed after every conversation <laughs> that doesn't go my way like, like me who come back yeah. and he shout screaming. <laughs> I can't live here anymore. Yeah. I need to know that. Yeah. It's literally like at least three times a week. Benji calls me like that. I'm like, listen, we'll begin your lessons on how to ignore it very soon. <laughs> but I feel like I think it's because you're the firstborn as well, and I think it's because as a firstborn, you value a lot of what your parents say. Not that I don't value what my parents say. Or, but mm. yeah, <laughs> you value it because you are the firstborn and mm. you do have a lot of responsibility on you as the firstborn. So that's probably why you cannot just hear something and ignore it. And the thing but, is, more time as the firstborn, 
Yeah. I feel like this is one thing you have to clock as well. Your parents are usually living their expectations of themselves through you. Yeah. It's not just expectations of you, yeah. but the things they didn't get to experience, they want to experience through you. Yeah. So if you're the first wedding in their household and they didn't get to plan their wedding, they want to plan yours. Yeah. <laughs> if they didn't get the best grades in the world, they want you to have the best grades yeah. so you can have the career that they always saw themselves having. And then the last porn is stuck with the shit wedding. If you want. But yeah, fair enough. No, I get it though. I get it. Yeah. It's to live that life that they wanted. Anyway, boy. But I mean, that's not fair though. I don't know. I'm not the last one. <laughs> if they throw everything that they want to your wedding, what's my master going to have left there? Eh? <laughs> nobody's throwing anything. It's just expectation. Yeah, it's just I'm joking, yeah. And it's like, well, how can I do that? Yeah. <laughs> the expectation is mad because more time they're setting yours as a bar and then they expect everybody else to now start meeting that bar. And it's like, I can't meet a bar that you're set for me so high. Exactly. And it's like, they probably said that for you before you were even born. Alas. <laughs> That's what but I'm saying. The Don't think is, your checklist was written by you alone. Exactly. But at the end of the day, I feel like we're not here, as been said, we're not here to bash our parents because mm-hmm. I really value the, the lessons that they have brought me up, that, that they have put into my life anyway. Mm. Because I am the person I am now because of them. The good and the bad. And yeah, yeah, I yeah. will be... I hope a good parent to my kids because of what they have taught me, the good and the bad. So this is just telling people, ease up on your parents as well. Like they are the way they are because they've been through some sort of experience as well. And they only more time, they only want the best for you. Whether they are showing it in a good way or bad way, they only want the best for you. So hopefully you can take that and just accept that and just ignore the the bad. <laughs> exactly. At the end of the day, I yeah. know they're going to be holding on to the fact that they gave birth to you about how many years ago, but give them that at least. <laughs> just give them that. Yeah. They might not express it the way they should, but just know it's more time than... It's, not, it's coming from a good place and it's coming from yeah. a place of love. Mm-hmm. So. Exactly. People can only do for you with the tools that they have. Exactly. They can't give you anything more that they do not know or have were never taught. Exactly. That's why nobody's perfect. So that's why me and Binto are always talking about expectations as well. Don't Mm. like obviously if you have expectations for your family or standards. Standards, exactly. But do not put unrealistic expectations of perfection on other people the Mm. same way we don't like that they put the expectation of perfection on us and that's what we're getting that's where there's a disconnect we shouldn't put that expectations of perfection on other people because it's not fair and we end up lashing out because of these unrealistic expectations on top of that as well boy they'll now come and set these expectations (laughs) at least our parents will tell you their unrealistic expectations from day dot from one years old you know what the unrealistic expectation is do you know what i mean i said how but you you will be president and you're like google god my dad keeps telling me i should go into politics and i'm like i do not i don't care not that i don't care about politics but i'm not a political person he says it for like good reasons like you should go into politics but no (laughs) 
I don't want to. And my mom used to tell me I should be a dentist. She's like, it's good money. It's easy money. I'm like, I don't want to stare into people's mouths for the rest of my life. No way. Not that dentistry is staring into people's mouths. Exactly. Fair enough. Thank God that she did not push it on me. But I was thinking, why are you even saying this? I don't want to be a dentist. Dentists make their money, though. They do make hella money, but I I just couldn't. No, sorry. It's not all about money, and this is the thing, but, like... Yeah. But luckily, they didn't push me that direction. But I feel like they didn't push me to that direction because I didn't want to do something that they see as silly, <laughs> as a silly career. Do you get what I mean? They don't see what we wanted to do. Like, he wanted to be a lawyer. No no parent is going to say, oh, that's the, that's you shouldn't do that. So I think because we wanted to do things that they saw as sensible, we didn't mm-hmm. get pushed to do other things. So I guess we're lucky in that sense. <laughs> That's the problem, though. Yeah. How can you tell somebody that their life dream is silly? Like, yeah, that's the problem. Like, you want to go to uni to study what? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, to some degree, yeah. I do think that people do need to research their their subjects more so. Yes. And just go into uni and pay in nine grand to do yeah. a subject that usually has low job prospects. I can say I, that. I 100% agree. Not everything you need to go to uni for. A hundred percent. Like the thing is, if you want to be, if you want to be something and you don't have to go to uni for it, I would say don't go to uni. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like Like, unless you want to specialize. Some careers are more experience based. Mm. Like some careers, they look at the, you don't need a degree. (laughs) They want to see what you've done. They want to see your experience. Yeah. And some degrees you need to be chart some careers you need to be chartered. Like I could mm. never be an architect if I didn't go to uni. Mm. But so it's definitely what you said, you need to hundred percent research what you are doing in uni and why. Some people mm. want to go to uni for the experience. So Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. If that's what you want, do that. But, but 9K, yeah, for experience. 9K for experience is necessary. <laughs> so try and rent yourself an apartment and even live in Leicester for cheaper than that. Yeah, exactly. It's you know. actually true. But wait, you won't get maintenance, no? No, maybe not. You can't get a job. As if uni was not a full-time job anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> Just to finish off the episode, obviously, as we said in the beginning, this is our year anniversary. So... <laughs> guys for sticking with us hope you're still yeah. enjoying it and more stuff to come more stuff to come so binti what has been your favorite episode so far for this past year my favorite episode oh lord of mercy <laughs> um i'm currently looking for our episodes <laughs> no that's what i was quickly running to go and do um, okay so episode one why the checklist episode two mm-hmm. New decade, new theme. I know. Um, so, oh, you know. Okay, cool. Yeah, mine is definitely help. I'm having a quarter life crisis because that was so true to my experience. <laughs> that was more about you. That was season two, episode one. Yeah, yeah, I really did like that episode. I think for me, um, one of my faves has to be that all lives can't matter until black lives matter. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a really powerful episode, especially when we read the names of the female victims at the end. I really did like that. And it was during that whole police brutality stuff that was going on. Um, But other than that, I think my favourite was actually the life after uni one. Mm. 
I really like that one. And to be honest, was that not supposed to be a mini series? <laughs> yeah, it was. It still says part one. We should just take that part one off. Yeah, we need to do just part two. Part because people actually did really like the life of the uni idea for series. Oh, yeah. We did life of the uni part one careers. I feel like we should do another one. Like maybe um, social life. <laughs> oh, social what? life. Well, I don't know how far you want us to talk because maybe we should bring somebody who has more of an active social life than us. Yeah. Or something else. What? What? Uh, what is our life after uni? Life after uni is bills. <laughs> bills, career. When will you marry? <laughs> Saving. When will you marry? When are when you going to you- buy a house? Oh, when buy a house, and the thing is, on top of that, in a place in COVID time when deposit goes from 10, 15, 20 all the time, like we're playing, you know, we're playing um bashment music, boy. I don't know, it's just going up and up and up, and the expectation is still there. You must move out. Oh, yeah, now my parents have given me a 10 month notice, guys. Just so knows. yeah, I've got my 10 month notice. My parents are moving back tonight. <laughs> And I said you need to leave. <laughs> I'm laughing through the pain right now. But luckily, <laughs> but luckily so I am a serious candidate and I was already my ex- my escape plan was already in motion. <laughs> the wheels the wheels were already in motion. So when they said that, it was like, okay. Don't worry. If anything, I will tell my parents if you can move in with us. <laughs> Oh my days! So you could be complaining to me when I'm dead. I'm, yeah, I'm like these guys are pissing me off. <laughs> we need to go. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we could talk about that. How we how they're kicking us out. Yeah, and I think that was definitely one of my favorite episodes. I do like the idea of that series. But mm. yeah, I'm excited. Hopefully, we'll yeah. have another year. And yeah. Definitely. And exactly. I hope I hope everyone finds peace this year from what it was that they couldn't achieve last year or you know what it is that we lacked in last year, you know, just in terms of having that freedom. Um freedom doesn't always have to be going outside. Mentally free yourself, open something up in your mind, open a book. We've got so much time now, and I'm not saying you have to achieve anything in that time. If your yeah. mental stability is all that you achieved this year again, exactly, then boy, yes, don't listen uh, to PDD, bruv. These rich people just always try to just, <laughs> just they never think before they speak. Yeah, if he didn't leave, it's like fair enough. He came from somewhere, he came from nothing to, but the thing is, more time people have died. Exactly. If you didn't leave this year with more hustle, then I don't know what you did. Like the hustle wasn't in you. Exactly. Just let people. Some people just survived. Some people's mental state just survived. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. As me and Ben have started going to work, walks in the morning, and that's really helped. So whatever you need to do, listen. You don't need to be. A, you don't need to leave this year as an entrepreneur. You don't need to leave this year as an influencer. We need to do that as well, you know. Yeah, just being you. And that is fine. We need to do that episode. Why must everyone be an entrepreneur, boy? If everyone's an entrepreneur, who will be an employee and how will businesses work? Question. True. But, um, yeah, now we should do that episode. But, yeah. Yeah, we should, you know. 
Thank anyway, guys, hope you've enjoyed this episode and we will see you again in two weeks. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.